Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode, another year of the Fruitful Vine podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm here with my pastor, Pastor Joel Urshan. Pastor Urshan, how is your day going so far? How's your year going so far? This has been a wonderful year. Yeah. 2024, believing God for great things. And thus far, uh, that has been the case. So far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah. So far, so good. So, so 24, far, so good. I didn't work. <laughs> it, didn't. it was good. It Somebody was. felt it. I can yes, tell. Yes. Uh, it is. Um, it is late January here in Cincinnati. Yes. Um, today, it is 50 degrees warmer than it was 72 hours ago. Correct. And so I think it's an interesting topic to talk about today that um, cold is subjective. Right. Because when it's 90 and it goes down to 50, 50's freezing. Exactly. And when it was zero on Sunday morning when we were on our way to church, yes. tonight it is 50. Yeah. Um, 50's feeling pretty good. It's feeling well, pretty warm. Absolutely. You know, the other day it was like 35 and yeah. I, man, I felt... I felt great, yeah. and I thought, man, it's it's warming up. And I, I looked at the actual temperature, and I thought, it is all relative. Yeah, it is all relative. It's all relative. Yeah, no, it, it's uh, and those temperature swings bring with them the uh, mm-hmm. the occasional cough and and uh, uh, all of those good things. So. Yeah, if you're um, if you're if you're listening to this, it might sound a little different today. Our voices might sound a little yes. more nasally or. Uh, Maybe an extra sniffle here, here or there. True. This episode is brought to you by cough drops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's it's been a good year. Um, I know you've got a lot that you want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, this year, and um, I do. I have a question for you. Uh, I've got a scripture actually that's going to lead us into a, a question and a discussion. Um, very popular s- scripture. A lot of people mm. probably know it. Um, and and almost a delicate delicate topic as well. Um, a lot of preachers will preach uh, in their sermon that God is calling you to uh, a greater destiny, right. uh, a deeper level of ministry. Um, he's taking you to, to deeper depths or to higher heights. Yeah. Um, and and we are encouraged when we hear that there will be uh, elevation in our life. Um, and so we... we are excited for when that comes. And we want to right. do it scripturally. We mm-hmm. want to be elevated by the Lord and not do it uh, ourself. Yes. However, when you become elevated, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you, how do you deal with that? There, there's, yeah. you know, meekness is at the beginning of the Beatitudes. Right. It's one of the first things Jesus lists in his very first sermon ever. Right. He says, blessed are the meek. Right. Moses was the meekest. Yeah. We know it's a fruit of the spirit. We know how important it is. And so when you get elevated, when the yeah. Lord does do that, uh, can you talk to us today about, about doing that? The scripture we're yeah. going to kind of base this discussion off of is, is Second Peter uh, 5 and 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, right. that he may exalt you in due time. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. That's the key that he may exalt you in due time. And he doesn't exalt those who are not humble. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like what Brother Tenney said about humility. He said, it's that one quality that the moment you know you have it, you don't. Uh, and that's so true. Um, I've, we, we've all struggled with that concept of, of um, the idea of you know, being so, I'm so proud of how humble I am yeah. or I'm on a quest to demonstrate how humble I am yeah. <clears throat> by all these very humble things I do and these very humble decisions I make. And, 
And it, it becomes a false humility and a false modesty. And we can all fall at prey to that yeah. because we do know that it's a, it's a very important spiritual quality. <clears throat> and, and yet the key is to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And, and then he will exalt you mm-hmm. when the Lord exalts you. Uh, you will be able to handle promotion because it will have come as a result of a humbling or uh, of a humility. Mm-hmm. If man exalts you, that's when you're that's when you're most vulnerable. Is in the exaltation of man, and the exaltation of man can feel like the exaltation of God. Yeah, and uh, the, the the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. The blessing of man. Um, is different. And so you, you, you have to discern that. When is it that God is promoting me? When is it that man is promoting me? And sometimes, and, and here's the deal, when God is promoting you, it will include man promoting you. Right. So how do you discern between those? Yeah. It, you know, you, you, the, it requires humility. And humility cannot be achieved on your own. So he didn't just say, humble yourself, that God may exalt you. He said, humble yourself under yeah. the mighty hand of God. So you humility comes from God. It comes from it comes from the covering of his hand upon you. Mm-hmm. And that takes uh shape in a lot of different ways. Um when you're humbled under his mighty hand, uh you there's a fear of God that occurs there. Mm-hmm. You've gone through some things that have made you know that without God, I have nothing. I am nothing. I have nothing. And, and, and that's the kind of humility that's going to be required to, to uh, ever let God elevate you. Um, it can't be you trying to do it on your own. You're at, completely at the mercy of God when, when, when there's an actual humbling of yourself. I remember praying the prayer as a teenager. Um, I said, Lord, make me humble. And, um, and I had heard, I forgot it in that moment, but yeah. I had heard, yeah. <laughs> don't ask God to make you humble because he will. I've also heard, don't ask God to make you patient because he will. Yeah. But, and so when I, when I prayed that prayer, Lord, make me humble, I immediately thought, oh, no, 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 no. I didn't mean to say that, God. Uh, you know, delete, 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 delete. Yeah. And I was, I was just thinking, man, I, oh, I don't, I'm scared now. I really, in that moment, I was kind of scared that I had just like set in motion this chain reaction of horrible, humiliating events that were going to destroy my life before it ever got better. And the Lord dealt with me so gently in that moment. And I felt him just impress upon me. Don't be afraid to ask me for humility. I can give you humility and not humiliate you. Yeah. And, and you have to know that about the character of God. God is not looking for every opportunity to embarrass you, to, to just make you miserable, to show you who's in charge around here. God is so good. He doesn't have those eccentricities that you have encountered in other human beings. God is not a man that he should lie. That scripture teaches us there's this distinction between God and every other person you've met. 
<laughs> that is true regarding how we pray to him. So we can ask him for anything, and we should. We should ask God for anything. And if we're praying the wrong kind of prayer, he will lead us to pray the right kind of prayer. I've, I've, I've asked, James talked about asking amiss. Mm-hmm. I've asked amiss before, and, and the Lord responds to that because it's coming from the heart and you're asking something of God, God responds to that and says, no, ask me for this. This is what you need. So ask for this. And then you begin to pray the right kind of prayer. So I, I asked the Lord for humility and, and then I tried to backtrack and he, he spoke to me and said, don't be afraid to ask me for anything. Well, that just that interaction with God helped me to be comfortable and confident talking to him about anything, asking him for anything, knowing that I don't have to be responsible uh, to create some kind of humility so that everybody can know how humble I am. I, I'll never know if it exists yeah. in me because pride is so present in my flesh. And man, pride has so many sneaky ways of getting into our spirit. I remember one time I was having a conversation with somebody and they were describing an event um, that they observed uh, that involved a decision that I made. And they were talking about the, uh, they were complimenting it. And I knew the direction they were going. They were talking about that they appreciated it. And when I sensed the direction they were going, I kind of I felt myself kind of get excited. I'm about to, they're about to really give me a compliment, you know? And I, I felt myself like they noticed, they saw the wisdom of this great decision I made. And when they got right to the point of giving me credit for that decision, they, they made a totally, like a, a totally different, like a right turn. And they said, um, and so I just give God glory for that. And in that moment, I remember thinking, what? Wait, I made the decision. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah. You are you are actually taking issue with the fact that they gave God the glory mm-hmm. when you wanted the credit. And and I didn't even know I had that in me. Yeah. I didn't even know I had that in me. But there it was, that pride. And pride can sneak in in so many different ways. There's just it's it's like a, it's like a noxious, uh, gaseous fume that that it can creep in crevices you didn't know existed in your spirit, in your flesh, and so hum- you're constantly dependent on God to to develop the humility within you, mm-hmm. and He'll do it in different ways. So the the Scripture says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, and the Scripture says the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. So the fear of God sets in motion wisdom, and it sets in motion knowledge. And that fear of God is so important. It's the moment when you fear God. It's the moment when you realize that without him, you die. Without him, you go to hell. Without him, you fail utterly, completely, totally. Yeah. If you don't have that moment, you'll struggle with, with the value that is humility. Mm-hmm. You have to have that moment when you realize everything I have is because of the goodness of God. Mm. 
not the goodness of Joel, not the goodness of, of Tyler or anyone else. It's right. the goodness of God. The Bible says, by grace are you saved through faith. And the grace is God's act. God's act is the act of grace. Mm-hmm. But faith is my act. It's the act of faith. Right. And faith without works is dead. So by grace are you saved through faith. It's that through faith part that we can start to try to take some credit. Mm -hmm. But Paul says, and that not of yourselves, Mm -hmm. uh, lest any man should boast. And he's letting you know even the faith you have is the gift of God. He said, it is the gift of God. Uh, lest you, any man should boast. So even the faith that we have, those actions of obedience, those acts of wisdom, those acts of, of decisive uh, dependence on God, we can't take credit for that. Mm-hmm. It too is the gift of God. Yeah. And so there are these moments, and I described one for me where I was all set to take that compliment. Man, I mean, I had my I had my baseball glove out. It was a pot fly. I mean, I was, I was ready to catch that compliment. You're ready for spring, aren't you? Oh, yeah. yeah, you can tell. Yeah, we had fifty degree weather today, yeah, so yes. Yeah, yeah. I was just ready to catch that compliment. Yeah, and and take it home with me, and it didn't come. And I had something in me lurking. I didn't know was there. Yeah, and here I was, envious that God was getting glory for something I mistakenly thought I did. And it was a reminder to me, man, Joel, there's some pride in there. Mm-hmm. You gotta lay that down. Yeah. And and if God can if 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 you can be sensitive to that, and God's the one who'll make you sensitive to it, then then that's your best opportunity to to have access to that evasive, elusive yeah. quality that is humility. And just knowing that I don't have it unless God gives it to me. Mm-hmm. So even if I have it, I can't take pride in it. Yeah. Because it was the generosity of God that gave it to me. And and if that occurs, then God can promote you because he can trust you. Mm-hmm. And 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 you want then to know it was God who promoted me. Yeah. The Bible talks about Uzziah. That man, what Uzziah did was amazing. So he was such a great king. He was inventive. He was an he was a great engineer. Uh, it, the The economy of Israel just boomed under his reign, and yet the Bible said that he, uh, when he was lifted up, when he was when he was he was made strong, and when he was lifted up, that's when he started having problems. And so that's that that can happen. If, as long as you remember, it's God who exalts, and if it's not God who's exalting, I don't want the exaltation. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want it. I don't want the pedestal. I don't want the platform. I don't want the nothing. I don't want it if it's man. I only want if if it's God. If it's man, I will fall off of it. Mm-hmm. If it's man, I will stumble. But if it's God, then it then it is happening for all the right reasons, yeah. <clears throat> and you just have to stay prayerful and focused on that. Yeah. I think back to the the very the the very beginning of the very first message Jesus preached, the Sermon on the Mount, that you know, all those people are there and they've waited thousands of years to and yeah. now thirty years for this man to start his ministry. Yeah. How's he gonna begin it? Right. What's his intro? 
Right. What's his opening line? I'll turn your attention to. You know? Yeah, yeah. And he leads with, blessed are the poor in spirit. Mm. And it's that as you get elevated and as you progress and as you get promoted, <laughs> you got to go back to that poor in spirit. Without right. him, I have nothing. That's right. And even in Deuteronomy where they... He, he, he keeps saying, remember the Lord your God. Mm. Remember the Lord your God. Right. You, you've got houses you didn't build. Right. You've got vineyards you didn't plant. you got right. wells you didn't dig. Right. You, even all the money you have, you didn't, that's not your own strength. Exactly. You're forgetting the beginning. Right. It's the Lord. That's it's right. the Lord who does all that. So when we look at the story of Joseph, he's promoted mm-hmm. a couple different times. Yes. Uh, one time he falls, not his own fault. Yeah. But almost a promotion of man. Mm-hmm. And then a false accusation, mm-hmm. and then a, a fall to a prison, mm-hmm. and then um, a couple years, and then he's elevated again yeah. to a position that man doesn't pull right. him out of, right? Right. And you look at meekness yeah. in the life of Joseph, and you look at humility in the life of Joseph when he was wronged. Mm-hmm. He was he was wronged a lot. So a, a lot of those times, it, I, it, 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 when you said that, it made me wonder, like, was one of those promotions man-made, mm. you know, and was one yeah. of those promotions uh, God-ordained, mm-hmm. you know, when he when he fell, not of his own, but still right. there was a removal from that. Right. Um, and yeah. I know you've talked about those dreams too. Yes. Where when the dreams stop being about yourself right. and the dreams start being about God, right. that's when that elevation can Yeah, take all place. that he went through, he had to be stripped because he was very prominent in his dreams. Mm-hmm. And he just had to remember... He had to come to an understanding that the, the dream is going to come to pass. Because he can see the promotion. Absolutely. He, in the dream, which is God-given, he's he yeah. sees that promotion. He sees the exaltation. Yes. In due time. In due time. And he, yes. You know, don't rush it, Joseph. That's right. You got to remove you. I like to say that God had to strip the Josephness yeah. from the dream yeah. in order for the dream to come to pass. Yeah. Because, yes, his sheaf was exalted and... And yes, he was being it, obeisance was being made to him by the stars, but it wasn't about him. Mm-hmm. And it was going to all make sense one day. And it was going to come by way of need. It was going to come by way of a, n- a number of different dynamics, all which would make sense when it actually came to pass. Yeah. But if he were to, if he, and he had to be anchored by those dreams so that he could survive the journey. But he, he had to lose the Josephness of those mm-hmm. dreams in order for them to come to pass. Yeah. And his dad, Jacob, when Jacob goes to Isaac to get that blessing that he cheated Esau out of, he was getting the blessing of man. Now, yeah. Isaac, Isaac was very perceptive. Notice in the scriptures, he, his eyes had waxed dim, so he could not see well. That was the only sense that was off. Every other sensory factor was in good operating uh, uh, mode. So he could feel the the hair on his arms. He could taste the venison. He could hear the voice. Uh, he he it was it, he was able. He smelled the field. Um, all of his senses were in good working order, except that of vision. And there are times when a man of God a patriarchal figure will bless someone even when, and, 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 and all senses but one be in good working order. 
And the person can walk away feeling like, man, I pulled the wool over his eyes. Man, you know, I, I, got, I got what I was after. Sure. But you're, you're still going to have to get that blessing the right way. Mm-hmm. You're, there's a wrestling match. There's something yeah. going to jump on you yeah. down the road. You're going to end up with a broke leg. You're going to have to get this the right way yeah. if you want the blessing of God. And it's going to be a humbling. It's going to involve a humbling. So the best thing, as Peter says, is humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Yeah. Don't just humble yourself. Do it under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due season casting all your cares upon him for he careth for you. Um, and then he goes into saying, you have an adversary or as a roaring lion seeking whom he made of our, all those scriptures are connected, connected, yeah. be sober, be vigilant. Yeah. He's still talking to the person who needs to be humbled so they can be exalted yeah. by God. And he's telling them, cast your cares. Don't worry. Don't worry. Cast your cares upon the Lord. Don't get political. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't uh, try to manipulate things. Don't, don't try to make a name for yourself. Don't try to position and posture and kick people out of the way and, and use tactics that are of the world. And no, 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 do just be, be with God, be in his presence, love your neighbor, encourage your brother, rejoice with those that rejoice and weep with those that weep. Don't get that one twisted. Yeah. Weep when people rejoice and rejoice when they weep. Don't get that twisted. Because God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. And I got to give uh, Anna a shout out. She, she brought that scripture out to me uh, recently, God resisting the proud. And the way she framed it, it, it was really profound because God's resisting the proud because they're going the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. It's still mercy. Yeah. It's still mercy. He's not writing them off saying, he, ah, Exactly. It's just you're headed the wrong way. Right. He's yeah. still that God we know him to be, one yeah. who loves and is constantly seeking to save that which is lost, even when it's the proud. The resistance they're feeling is the, is, the it's, mercy pulling it's, them back. It's Woo. the Lord preventing them from accomplishing what they're trying yeah. to because they're trying to do it in a way that leads to destruction. Go ahead, Anna. Amen. My goodness. Bring in, bring in the fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to share that. But but man, absolutely. If God promotes you, you can be confident that it is a it is a uh it is a righteous promotion. Yeah. And and always remain humble before him and let him confirm that to you. Uh don't don't, in fact, you, you need to really always have a frame of mind that you're not achieving humility. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to be aware that, of the pride of, of pride's presence in your flesh so that the humility has a place to, to, to thrive within you. Yeah. You're, you're always striving to be humble. And even in this scripture, you know, the, the, the subject of the scripture cannot be that we get exalted. Exactly. It's the 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 subject of this of the scripture has to be. It's he's a he's got a mighty hand. Absolutely, and he's going to do the work. Absolutely. The reason Esther has a book written after her name, and it, yeah. and it was in the position she was in, was because she was a vessel. Right. She right. was exalted because God worked through her. Yeah. But I've heard people teach that if Esther said no to the voice of God, that he would have gotten somebody else mm-hmm. because he's sovereign and he's going to work through other people. And, right. and it's, it's not that, Oh, I just want to be exalted. How can I achieve no, that? No, he's right. the subject. 
Absolutely. And that's just, that's, that's not what we're trying to achieve. That's just what happens. Abs- that's just what happens. When you humble yourself. And the goal isn't to be exalted. No. That's, that's just right. a byproduct. It's just a byproduct. And I think we need to be careful about what we call exalted. Because yes. I've seen people exalted to, to behind the scenes work in the kingdom where they are moving mountains and nobody knows it but God. Yeah. And and that's and that's that's an exalted position in the kingdom. Yeah. And uh and so we we want to be mindful of that when we humble ourselves before under the mighty hand of God as the scripture teaches us to do and he exalts us and it doesn't look like what we expected it to look like. Yeah. It's yeah. still God's promotion mm-hmm. and we rejoice in it. Yeah. You uh, preached this past week and you had a, a quote in that message that servanthood is his majesty yes it is the majesty of god yes that he got down on the floor with yes. a towel and a basin yes and washed the disciples feet right it's not that he was trying to display and hey fellas look yeah. over here yeah here's what you should do right he was saying this is this is who i am and if, yeah. if you want to be the greatest that's right this is what it looks like that's right he wasn't putting on a show of humility no he was being himself. Yeah. And we have to remember that about God, that the, the, the nobility of God is, the nobility of God is not connected to um, a, a human's interpretation of power. It's real power. Yeah, real. Real power. It is, it is genuinely being high and lifted up. Yeah. And that's the reverse of what we consider to be high and lifted up. Right. It, it's it's found in the goodness of God. We know that God is great, but we don't always emphasize that God is good. He's good. Yeah. And man, when we, we've got to recognize that God is great, mm-hmm. and and He's great because He's good. Yeah. His goodness is what makes Him great. His yeah. goodness is what makes Him great, and. And, it, and he's greatly to be praised. Yeah. When we say he's worthy, we mean that. Yeah. He is worthy. He's worthy of all the praise. Everything. And so it's, yeah, man, he's just good. Yeah. <laughs> he's just good. And, the more, and that's the key too. The more that you look at him and his goodness and how great he is and his holiness, bro, you, you, as John said, you just start decreasing yeah. as he increases. You can't keep your eyes on him and think highly of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the key to humility. You can't keep your eyes on him and think highly of yourself. The more you keep your eyes on him, the more apparent all of your flaws become. And that's the key. Keep your eyes upon the yeah. Lord. That's and then you, the more you keep your eyes on him, you just start kind of yeah. nestling up Creeping. under his mighty hand yeah. like, "Oh God, protect me." Yeah. That's what happened with Isaiah when he saw the Lord high and lifted up. You know, Isaiah chapters 2 through 5, he said, "Woe to many things. All sorts of sins that were happening in Israel. Woe to this, woe to that, woe to this, woe to that. Woe, woe, woe." Until he saw the Lord high and lifted up. And it all changed. It, then it was, "Woe is me." Yeah. I am undone. I am a man of unclean lips. So humility happens. When you, when you are in the proximity of his holiness and his goodness and his purity, it, man, you have no praise for anything or anybody, including yourself, but God. Yeah. Only praise for God. And, and the, the grace through faith. So you go to the hall of faith, 
mm-hmm. and all those people who did great things. Yeah. Again, they did great things through the faith that they were given. Right. Right. What What does that script? What does that chapter begin with? Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. They kept their eyes on Him, and that's how they stayed. That's good. Yeah. Humble and meek. When When you When you look at the the reason we called the fruitful vine is because we want to look at everything through the lens of the fruit of the spirit. Right. Again, you've said it before, and and you'll say it again. The fruit of the spirit are not just random things Paul just right. started picking. Right, right. And throwing into the grocery the cart. Of fruit the, basket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. These are the qualities of God. Right. And when you see goodness and gentleness yeah. and, and meekness yeah. and temperament. That's right. That, that's him. That's him. That's him. Yes. And so we don't strive to be those things just because that's they're right. good qualities. Right. We strive to be those things and they come out of us through the fruit of the spirit. Because yes. That's him. That's right. That's him. Being in his presence, he imparts those qualities to us. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We pray that the Lord would uh, bless 2024 for you. And uh, we pray that God's already had his hand upon you. If if you've taken, like many churches do, taken the month of January to, to consecrate right. some time to the Lord, prayer and fasting, we pray that God is just revealing things to you and you're hearing him yes. and you're feeling that drawing right. uh, into, into his spirit. We're excited for this year. Yes. Got a lot of things you want to talk about. Yes. Can't get to them all tonight. Right. But we'll get to them. Soon. (laughs) Someday soon. Yes. Uh, We love you. We thank you uh, for tuning in and for, for participating in the Fruitful Vine. God bless you today in Jesus' name.